going to go with Mark, the fifth chapter, and we're going to read verses 35 through 43. Verses 35 through 43. Mark, the fifth chapter, very familiar passage of scripture. Um, it's almost hard to just deal with one aspect of the scripture because, or this particular chapter, because if you're dealing with Jairus's daughter and him, which we will be dealing with tonight, you also have to sometime deal with the woman with the issue of blood. And since I'm not going to deal with the woman in the issue of blood, but they're intertwined and it's so, it's so much going on in this passage of scripture that they normally go hand in hand. If you look at it, you have the woman with the issue of blood for 12 years, and then you have a daughter who who is uh, 12 years old and is at the point of dying. Uh, you also have a woman with the issue of blood who received her healing publicly. And then you have the young daughter of 12 years who's going to uh, get her miracle privately. Uh, you have a, a uh, ruler from the synagogue who is basically told, and his name is Jairus, and, and he's known and probably has great status in the community. And then you talk about a woman. Uh, they don't even give you a name. It just talks about a certain woman. But 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 let's move on. And 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 and. But I had to give you that background for us, the intertwining of the of uh, the woman with the issue of blood, as well as the ruler Jairus and his daughter. Verse thirty-five. While we were still speaking, or while he was still speaking, and this is the New King James Version. While he was still speaking, some came from the ruler of the synagogue house to say, your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said to the ruler of the synagogue, do not be afraid, only believe. And he permitted no one to follow him except Peter, James and John, the brother of James. Then he came to the house of the ruler of the synagogue, and he saw a tumult, and those who wept and wailed loudly. When he came in, he said to them, why make this commotion and weep? The child is not dead, but sleeping. And they ridiculed him. But when he had put them all aside, or put them all outside, he took the father and mother of the child, and those who were with him, and he entered where the child was laying. Then he took the child by the hand and said to her, Talitha Kumi, which is translated, little girl, I say to you, arise. Immediately the girl arose and walked, for she was 12 years of age, and they were overcome with great amazement. But he commanded them strictly that no one should know it, and said that something should be given her to eat. If I could, for a very brief moment tonight, I want to speak to you from this thought. He's still going to do it. He's still going to do it. Heavenly Father, most precious God, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. God, we thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in this place. God, we thank you, Lord, even in the midst of what's going on in the world, that you are still in complete control. Father, we ask you, Lord, to continuously lead God and direct us, God. We thank you, Lord, for our faith family, God. We thank you, Lord, for what you're continuously doing in us and individuals as well as corporately, God. We just give you glory and honor, God. We trust you, God, during this time, God. We truly put our trust in you. Father, we give you all the glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. He's going to still 
do it. He's going to still do it. Uh, uh, many of you all are going through some things right now, and I'm pretty sure that there are some things that God has told you, uh, and, and you feel like right now what you're going through, you feel like, I don't know how I'm going to make it. It seems like it, when it rains, it pours. It seems like when something's over here happening, then something's over there breaks out, and it seems like nowhere you turn, it seems like you're always up against it. But I came to tell you tonight that God is still going to do it. I, I know you feel overwhelmed. I, I know you feel that right now I can't even really even see for tomorrow. I, I don't I don't even know what Thursday looks like. I'm, I'm just trying to get through the night. But but I want you to understand that he's still going to do it. If you look at this passage of scripture, uh, 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 Jay Harris had already went to 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 Jesus and he had and he had came to him and told him that his his daughter was at the point of death that she was at the point of death and on the way to to go see his daughter he's now interrupted by the woman with the issue of blood and in the process of being interrupted with the woman with the issue of blood they come now and say to him your daughter has now died i, I don't know who i'm talking to and maybe you're not at the point of death but maybe you're at the breaking point maybe you're at your breaking point and maybe you just feel like i can't go on i don't know how i'm going to make it i just can't go on but i want you to know just hold on because he's still going to do it and, and and it says in verse 35 and where he was still speaking some came from the ruler of the synagogue house and said your daughter is dead why trouble the teacher any further so basically what he was saying was he's saying that that she is dead and there's no need to continue to harass him the time has run out on the possibility of her being healed. Have you have you ever, ever, ever felt that that time has ran out on you? It just feels like that no matter what, what you're doing, it just seems like time has ran out and there's no more hope for what you believe God was going to do. But I, he told me and he just sent me by simply to tell you tonight that he's still going to do it. I know you had packed it in. I know you had probably said it's all over now and, and you probably had came and did the benediction on your problem. But he said it's not over and he's still going to do it. And, and, and what I love about Jesus is that it says as soon, verse 36, as soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said to the ruler of the synagogue, don't be or do not be afraid, only believe. I, I just need that, that that needs to resonate in somebody's spirit right now. Do not be afraid, only believe believe. I, I know that, that that it's a pandemic going on and I know there's a lot of people panicking, but I'm asking you right now, do not be afraid, only believe. And so when you look at that word right there, that word afraid is where we get the word phobia. So he's saying, do not be frightened. Do not be in fear so, so much that it's overwhelming you. He said, only believe. Because it's not so much what they said is what you believe on what I told you. And so that's why we have to get to the point that even though they told him that his daughter was dead, even though they told him not to trouble him anymore, the master said, don't be afraid, only believe. And in verse 37, it says he permitted no one to follow him except Peter, James and John, the brother of, of James. And then he came to the house and the ruler of the synagogue, and they said, Otomo, those who weep and wailed loudly. And he came in and he said to them, why make this commotion and weep? The child is not dead, but sleeping. And they ridiculed him. But when he had put them all outside, 
when he had put them all outside. I just want y'all to understand that Jesus practiced social distancing a long time ago. He said when he put them all out, when he put them out, I, I, you need to even practice social dis distance when we come back even into the house of God because there are just some people that you need to distance yourself from because they don't believe what God has already told you. That's why you need to be very careful because you want people who are believing with you, who are trusting in the God that you serve, that he said it and is coming to pass. That's why you need to surround yourself with believers, surround yourself with people who know that God cannot lie, that, that know that God cannot fail. And so if God has told you, he's still going to do it. Ah, so the child is not dead, but sleeping. And he says, and he took the father and the mother of the child and those who were with him. And he entered where the child was laying. Then he took the child by the hand and said to her, now, 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 now for, before I go to what he said, uh, Talitha Akumi, which means little girl arise, it says he touched or he took the child by hand. Ah, now, if the child was dead, he should not have touched her. But see, you have to understand that that that, that Jesus was the type of person to where uh, 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 sometimes protocol was broken for what man set the scene for. But because even if the woman with the issue of blood should not have touched him, but he allowed her to touch him. I, I don't know who I'm talking to. Maybe someone feel like you're so far off. Maybe someone feels like they're so distant from God. All I want you to know is that God said you can still touch him. You can still reach out to him. You can still love on him because the thing is is that you have to understand maybe you felt like the woman with the issue of blood and you don't have a name maybe you don't have a title but whether you have a name or a title i just want you to know that god is still in the healing business god is still in the business of doing what he said he was going to do. So I don't know who I'm talking to, but somebody feel like that they're not worthy of this. They feel like that they're not, they, they've done some things in their past and they feel like that maybe God is not listening to them. I just want you to know that he said he's still going to do it. And so he tells he tells the little girl, I say, arise and immediately uh, I, I need for somebody to understand that word immediately. Yeah, immediately, immediately. Yeah, it, it didn't take some time down the road. It happened immediately. I don't know who I'm talking to, but if this thing jumped in your spirit when I said he's still going to do it, expect it to happen immediately. Expect it to happen right now. Expect it to move right now. Matter of fact, it's already done. You're just trying to get to the point where you see it manifest in your life. God is already taking care of everything you need to happen in your life. He, you just now walking to where the manifestation is going to happen in the natural. It has already happened in the spirit. And he said immediately. The girl arose and walked, for she was 12 years of age. And there was overcome, and they were overcome with great amazement. And they were overcome with great amazement. And they were overcome with great amazement. In this next season, there are going to be people who is overcome at the great amazement of what God has done in your life. I, I, I was sitting, I was sitting, I was sitting at home and I'm, I'm pretty much done. I was sitting at home. I just came to give you that word. Now I'm going to, to just say what God was telling me to speak to RLM as a faith family. I was at home and, and, and I was sitting there and, and, and I just heard that, that God said that don't let the circumstances or the situation you're facing right now cause you not to realize what he's doing in you in this season. Don't look around at all of the stuff that's happened and not realize what God is doing in this season. Some of y'all may be laid off. 
But understand, if you laid off, now God has the ability to show you how to be creative to find other income. Do, do, do not, do not, do not, do not stifle your creativity in this season. There's a reason for everything. We, we're not particularly uh, sure with everything that's happening, but we know that God is in control. I, I, I know you're sure. Uh, uh, I, I'm not sure who I'm talking to, but, but God has been revealing some things in you since this pandemic is here. And he's, he's showing you some things that he's going to do into your, and do in your life once, we, once this is passed over or even in the midst of it right now. I need for you to believe God. I need for you to believe and trust God that it's going to happen. Many of you are asking why now in the midst of the chaos? Why now when I'm having so much fear? And God's response is that he's not wanting you, he's wanting you to step out on faith and not sit down in fear. Do not sit down in fear in this season. Step out. Because the things that God is speaking to you, he's going to do them. I just need for you to understand, saints, that he's going to do it. I need for you to realize that no matter what it looks like, stop even looking at what it looks like. Don't even worry about it. I, I know I know bills are coming. I know all this stuff is coming, but you don't think God knew that your bills were coming. You don't think God knew that this was going to happen. Why do we feel like there's a panic in heaven? There is no panic in heaven. It's only purpose. So God is not panicking right now in the midst of this pandemic. God knows exactly what's going on because he's still in control and he's still going to do it. So I just wanted to come to you tonight. Uh, I will preach to you on Sunday. I just wanted to give you a word tonight to encourage you in the midweek and I'll come back and, and, and we'll break. We'll break the word open again on Sunday to minister to you. But as, before we go, before I go tonight, I just want to pray with my faith family. I just want to pray with my faith family. And I'm praying that all pastors. Hear me closely. I'm praying that all pastors in all congregations realize how important we are to each other. As I sit in here tonight or as I stand in here tonight and I look at all these empty chairs, you all are so important. And I pray to God that when we get back, that we love on each other like we've never had before and understand that we are a faith family and that, that, that God is going to use us, but he's going to use us together. And so I just want everyone to understand and I pray for pastors to understand that your congregation is so dear. Uh, I never thought that I would ever stand before uh, empty chairs and, and, and it's not been easy. I got to get used to this. Uh, well, no, I'm not going to get used to this because we'll be back in here for long. But it's amazing how it seemed it threw me off a little bit because I'm looking around and I don't see faces. Y'all know when I preach, I normally talk to people and I, and I have nobody to talk to. I got nobody to look at with my jokes. And it, so it was kind of difficult. But God still did what he wanted to do tonight because all he told me to tell you that he's still going to do it. Heavenly Father, most precious God, we thank you, Lord, for this night. God, we thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. We thank you, Lord, for what you have done. And we thank you for what you will do. God, we give you all the glory. Even in the midst of this season, we give you glory. Even in the midst of what we're going through right now, we praise your name. We even talked about last Sunday that Corona can't take our praise. And Father, we're going to bless the Lord at all times because your praise is going to continuously be in our mouth. So we praise you when we get up. We praise you when we lay down, God. We praise you in the morning. We praise you in the evening. God, we're going to continue to praise you. We're going to praise you uh, 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 wherever we are, God, because you're worthy of all our praises. Father, I ask you, Lord, to bless our Restore Life Ministry family, God. 
I ask you, Lord, to continuously watch over them, God. I ask you, Lord, that where we're where we're social distancing, God. I ask you, Lord, to just allow us to spend time with family and love on family and and enjoy one another's company, God. I thank you, Lord, for just even in the midst of this. I thank you, Lord, to be able to 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 be able to come to the church tonight to speak to your people, God. I don't even take this for granted, God, because I, I thank you for technology, God. I thank you, Lord, for allowing us to be able to do this, God, to be able to still stay connected even though we're apart, God. I just thank Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. God, I sense in my spirit right now, God, that you're up to something big, God. I, I know everybody's saying, where are you at in this and where is this and where is that? But God, I really believe that there's something big that's about to happen. So, Father, I receive it right now in my spirit, God. And we count it already done, God. And we thank you, Lord, for what you're going to do in advance, God. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray. Amen and amen.